Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This morning, Federal Budget 2020. Tax cuts, wage subsidies, incentives and handouts. What it means for you. Plus, record debt. The worst budget deficit in our country's history. When will we recover? We're live to Canberra. Donald Trump's COVID battle. The US President returns to the White House with a message for America. And bombshell allegations and confessions. James Packer fronts a casino inquiry from on board his super yacht. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Treasurer Josh Frydenberg has handed down the most important budget since the Second World War. Smashed by COVID-19, it includes eye-watering debt and deficit numbers and record spending to boost jobs and stimulate the economy. Millions of Australians will receive a tax cut and welfare recipients a cash handout. The masked men of the bad news budget. Treasurer Josh Frydenberg lays out a big spending national rescue package to get Australia back to work. Our economy has been hit and hit hard. Revealing the COVID crisis has punched a half a trillion dollar black hole in the budget. Our cherished way of life has been put on hold. Embarking on a four-year rescue mission to shake the economy back to life, matching record debt and deficit with record spending. Job maker wage subsidies to prevent young people falling into long-term unemployment, paying employers $200 a week to take on those under 30, $100 for those aged between 30 and 35, in jobs of at least 20 hours, aimed at supporting 450,000 job seekers a year. And for the 11 million Australians in jobs, more tax cuts. For people earning between $45 and $90,000, $30 a week this financial year, $20 next. On $100,000, $45 this financial year, $30 next. $110,000, $60 and $40, and $120,000 and above, $70 and $50. With unemployment predicted to average 7.25% this year, falling to 5.5 in four years' time. There is no economic recovery without a jobs recovery. The headline numbers are a horror show. A $213.7 billion deficit this year falling to 66.9 and debt of $703 billion peaking at $966 billion. With revenues plummeting $284 billion over the budget's four years, spending up $237 billion, leaving that deep black hole of $521 billion. The budget assumes a vaccine will become available late next year. If it's earlier, the outlook brightens. If not, another $55 billion wiped from the bottom line. It just goes to the uncertainty there is 
around the global economy, the national economy. To help pensioners and others on welfare, two $250 bonus payments, one in December, the other in March. For those on the aged pension, disability support, carers, family tax benefit, seniors and concession card holders and veterans. And for small and large business, instant asset write-offs extended and lost carrybacks, allowing businesses to claim COVID losses up to June 2022 against previous profits. A big problem, a population collapse. The 2022 prediction falling by 1 million people to 26 million. Fewer taxpayers, a population loss the size of Adelaide. The economy ongoing almost 5% smaller. Uh, this is a massive uh, hangover. Not in the budget, no free childcare, no extension of JobKeeper beyond March and no increase in the JobSeeker base rate. All considerations for the next budget in May. Mark Riley, 7 News. And let's go live now to political reporter Olivia Leeming in Canberra. Good morning, Olivia. What's been the reaction to this budget so far? Good morning, Jodie. Well, there's certainly widespread support for the government's overall approach of getting billions of dollars out the door as quickly as possible to drive spending and revive the economy. But questions still remain as to whether the most needy Australians will receive adequate support. In a budget of unprecedented spending, not everyone's a winner. Too many things have been left out, too many people left behind. Early concerns that JobMaker hiring credit is only targeted at younger workers. There's not a parallel targeting for those old, mature and older workers who are also and equally vulnerable. But trumpeted by business groups who say the record investment will fuel job creation. This is a budget that will energise Australian entrepreneurs. Calls for universal free childcare pushed aside, despite economists saying it would see more women re-enter the workforce. We've got a uh, program in place that is supporting childcare to, to a record amount. Advocates welcome the cash handout for welfare recipients, including age and disability pensioners, carers and parents, saying it will be spent on essentials, helping the economy and boosting the recovery. But warn more is needed to fix the aged care crisis. This is an opportunity for the government to fix what was going wrong and it's been a missed opportunity. Economists insist the eye-watering debt and deficit numbers were unavoidable, but compared with the rest of the world, Australia is doing reasonably well. The deeper the downturn, the bigger the recovery. Should these new me measures fall short in achieving their goals of helping the economy recover and boosting jobs, expect more fine-tuning towards the end of this year and in May next year. But it won't be until unemployment is brought under control that we'll see further economic reform. So a long road still ahead, Jodie. Sure is. OK, thanks, Olivia. US President Donald Trump is in quarantine at the White House this morning following his three-day stint in hospital with COVID-19. Despite still being highly infectious, he removed his mask to tell Americans not to be afraid. I learned so much about coronavirus. And one thing that's for certain, don't let it dominate you. And we'll have more live from Washington, D.C. a little later on in this bulletin. Billionaire James Packer will resume giving evidence this morning at an inquiry into alleged rampant misconduct within his Crown Casino empire. The inquiry's investigating claims Crown enabled Asian criminal groups to launder money through its casinos, something Packer maintains never happened. These communications took place at a state of deep personal crisis of my client. 
because I was sick at the time. Packer is currently on board his super yacht moored off Tahiti. He will front the inquiry from the yacht again today. Melbourne is in a race against time to hit its recovery targets, which will allow for more restrictions to be eased. While the 14-day case average has fallen to 10.6, for more measures to be lifted, it needs to be below 5. Health officials say clusters are harder to control in Melbourne because of the size of infected families. The outbreak at the Chadston Shopping Centre butchery has risen now to 28. Chadston outbreak is an illustration, again, of just how... Uh, significantly this can spread uh, far and wide uh, and the particular challenges we have in outbreak management. Extra testing clinics have been opened in hotspot areas and because of the high demand opening hours at the testing site in Kilmore have been extended. Video has emerged of a terrifying blaze that destroyed two properties and damaged another on the New South Wales central coast. The fire broke out in the small, isolated community of Bar Point, which backs onto the Hawkesbury River and is only accessible by boat. As firefighters raced to help battle the flames, neighbours used garden hoses, frantically trying to save the properties. Investigators say the destruction is so severe it will take days to find a cause. A neighbour of a convicted pedophile has described hearing a little boy screaming the day after William Tyrrell went missing. Herons Creek woman Anna Baker told the inquest into the toddler's disappearance that she heard the noise in Frank Abbott's backyard. Herons Creek is a 15-minute drive from Kendall, where William Tyrrell was last seen. The inquest will continue today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. They're certainly not native to Sydney's inner west, so you can imagine the surprise of residents when they spotted two wild deer wandering around Leichhardt. The pair was eventually separated, with one still on the run. Where they came from remains a real mystery. Trotting through the streets of Leichhardt this morning, two deer make for one queer sight. As I got closer and I looked at it, I thought, that's not a dog. Like, what is that? Far from any forest, the grass here wasn't greener. The animals had to deal with aircraft, traffic, people and their pets. In the commotion, the pair got separated, one leaping fences and getting stuck in a backyard. Absolutely surprised to discover that there is a deer running around. Police and the RSPCA called in. Officers tranquilising the young doe, carefully lifting her onto a stretcher. Wild animals, especially deer, um, aren't used to people, they're not used to cars, they're not used to being in Leichhardt. Um, so this would have been a very stressful situation for this deer. Sadly, she had to be put down, but now the hunt is on to find the second animal. It's thought they wandered in through the rail lines. Deer can be actually quite dangerous when they're in a situation where they think that they can't get away. It's yet another bizarre call-out for the RSPCA. Already this year, they've had to recapture oh escaped baboons in Camperdown, goats in Guildford, and water buffalo barrelling through Newtown. It's 2020. Anything's possible. Andrew Denny, 7 News. Ooh.
A mother has been charged with drink driving after smashing her car into a house in New York with her three young daughters in the back seat. The car was seen flying through the air, crashing through the kitchen and landing in the backyard. The woman was trapped for about an hour. The children were all pulled out unharmed. Luckily, no one was home at the time. SpaceX has successfully launched a rocket carrying 60 satellites into orbit. The 13th batch is part of a network called Starlink aimed at creating affordable and reliable internet services. The launch was originally planned for September but was postponed several times due to weather. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is climbing but the Nasdaq is slightly lower this morning. In London, the FTSE rose marginally and Germany's DAX closed higher. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei surged, Hong Kong's Hang Seng closed up as well and the All Lords and the ASX 200 finished the day slightly higher. On the commodities market, gold is trading at $1,910 an ounce, oil is $40 a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 71.5 US cents, 75.5 Japanese yen and close to a dollar eight New Zealand. To the latest on US President Donald Trump's COVID battle. Let's go live now to US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney in Washington DC. Good morning Ash, the President has returned to the White House. Yeah, and it was a dramatic return, wasn't it, Jody? overnight? Donald Trump spending his first night back here at home, telling doctors he's experiencing no symptoms at the moment of COVID-19. His physician uh, monitoring him closely throughout the night, saying he's doing extremely well. Uh, the president busy on Twitter this morning, though, comparing once again COVID-19 to the flu with a tweet. Uh, the Twitter says violated their rules for spreading misleading and potentially harmful information related to COVID-19. It was a similar message that he delivered overnight from the balcony at the White House. Don't be afraid of it. You're going to beat it. We have the best medical equipment. We have the best medicines, all developed recently. So Donald Trump is dealing with a growing COVID cluster here at the White House. One of his military aides has tested positive, who was with him over the weekend. And we have now learned that COVID-19 uh, COVID has also breached the walls of the Pentagon after a top official tested positive. The entire top brass at the Pentagon is now in quarantine, uh, including the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Mark Milley, who is the top military advisor to the president. Jody. OK, Ashley, thank you. A Queensland teenager has died in a crash at Cecil Plains near Dalby. 16-year-old Brock Daniel was killed when the car he was travelling in left the road and rolled several times. His girlfriend, who was pregnant with twins, survived the crash along with two other passengers. Australian researchers have developed a breath test that can detect head and neck cancer without invasive checks. 181 patients suspected of having early stage carcinoma gave breath samples to Adelaide's Flinders University. Scientists used a mass spectrometer to differentiate between the breath of those with cancer and a control group without. The test had a 95% success rate. The Duchess of Cambridge has made a special visit to a UK university. Kate spoke to students at the University of Derby about mental health support ahead of World Mental Health Day. Manny spotted the Duchess wearing a necklace with the initials of her children engraved on it. Richmond star Tom Lynch says he'll be right to go for Friday's semi-final against St Kilda despite undergoing a scan on a troublesome finger yesterday. The winner of Friday's game will take on Port Adelaide for a spot in the grand final. 
Penrith's premiership hopes have suffered a major blow with Viliani Kikau to miss next week's preliminary final. Kikau was found guilty of a dangerous throw at the NRL judiciary overnight and copped a one-match ban. His only chance of playing again this year is if the Panthers make the grand final on October 25. The Wallabies are thankful for their Bledisloe bubble in Christchurch that's keeping the rugby-mad Kiwi public away before Sunday's first test in Wellington. Figuratively and um, quite literally, we're in a bubble. Um, so, you, you know, often you're shielded from the public in that sense. New coach Dave Rennie is keeping them all guessing on selection. The New Zealander names his first Wallabies team on Friday. Argentina's Nadia Podoroska is the first qualifier to reach the French Open semi-finals after stunning third seed Alina Svitolina 6-2, 6-4. Thank you everybody for your support. I'm very, very happy. The world number 131 had never won a Grand Slam main draw match before the tournament. Scientists have caught an ancient great white shark measuring a whopping 5.2 metres long and weighing more than 1,600 kilos. Researchers found the shark in the waters off Nova Scotia, off the coast of Canada. She's one of eight great whites that were tagged and released during a research expedition. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a trough is generating warm winds in the country's north and east with rain and storms nearby. There are thunderstorms mainly over the Northern Territory with rain and showers over Victoria and New South Wales. Around the capitals today, a mostly sunny day for Brisbane heading for 27 degrees, Sydney 21 the top with a possible shower, Canberra 18 and rain, Melbourne rain developing heading for 17. Hobart 16 degrees and mostly sunny, showers in Adelaide and 15 degrees. Perth 23 with a late shower and thunderstorms and 33 degrees in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Wednesday the 7th of October.